Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Thanks for being with us here each and every week. Again, the website's realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolf. And thanks for downloading us on any of the podcaster sites. You just search for us at Real Golf Radio and you'll find us. Thanks for being with us. Also, the back nine, hour number two, proudly broadcast on the Dan Patrick channel, Sirius XM channel 211. So again, thanks to however you get us here on the show. We got a good one for you. Coming up, we're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy, Adam Shupak, our good friend, is a senior writer for Golf Week magazine. Third time's the charm. He's back with the company. Also, Johnny Miller on the back nine, a sit-down conversation, a two-parter with the Hall of Fame player and broadcaster coming off hosting his event there at Silverado in Napa, California for the Safeway Open. And our continue with our Callaway Pro Spotlight, Casey Brozick joins us from Naples, Florida. Looking forward to visiting with him as well. Always insightful, those conversations. So uh, thanks for being with us. And by the way, Bob, we got to start off the show with a hats off to Cameron Champ. Uh, the performance of the year so far, I get it, it's a new season, but the emotions that went into that and the performance that he put on at Silverado, knowing that his uh, grandfather, who was his golf mentor, was back at home in hospice, deep battling cancer, not likely to be with us for too much longer, and he uh, put that all, either harnessed it, put it aside, whatever whatever he needed, he took some inner fortitude to go out there and deliver one heck of a performance and pick up his second win on the PGA Tour. Yeah, it was pretty crazy to watch him last week and how he played, what he was able to do, especially coming down the stretch on the back nine. Um, that drive that he hit on the final hole to be able to make that birdie and win that golf tournament by one shot it was pretty stellar to watch it was impressive to say the least uh, what he was able to do and we'll talk to johnny miller about that coming up hitting an eight iron into the 18th hole when in johnny's day they couldn't a even reach five. it in two yep yeah we're talking about a par five not a par four here for sure yeah no doubt about it so uh interesting what he is able to accomplish what is the ceiling for cam champ what are the opportunities of course we overreact when a player goes on and wins and project him as the next great player and world number one but 
Cam Champ's got one of those things going with a former world number one and a guy that just knows how to get it done in one Dustin Johnson. We'll tell you about it coming up next as we continue. And then don't forget, uh, a jam-packed lineup, uh, Ryder Cup revisited, and much, much more. And Brooks Kepka, speaking of the long hitter and the number one player, he's making his debut this week in the desert in Las Vegas. We'll get into all of that coming up right here on Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 Stand Bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Welcome back in. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. How do you become the number one driver on major tours worldwide? 
Engineer the epic flash using artificial intelligence to deliver unheard of ball speed. Own the tee box like the pros and build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. And we appreciate you being with us. You know, we talk about in the open there the emotional victory by Cam Champ last week and what comparisons you can put to world number one. And it's interesting. Uh, we'll talk to Shupak about this coming up later this hour. But, you know, you think about the fact that he won his second start of the season for the second consecutive year. Yeah. And th- and that's kind of one of those weird things in sports or golf where you look at it and go, hey, there, there's a pattern there. That's interesting. But the other thing is, is you think about Dustin Johnson reeling yeah. off at least one win every year for what is he over 10, 11 years now? Yeah. And it's a, I think it's a streak that kind of is only touched by Tiger. Well, look, Cam might have had a big slump, but he won. And now he's won again. If you win every year on tour, Things are going to work out for you. You're, go, you, you're you going think? down the right path, right? So Yes, you are going down the right path. And, you know, he's got the remainder of this year, the remainder of 1920, and then two more years, 21 and 22. So, you know, he's he's going to be out there for a while. And if he continues playing the way he's playing, um, it's it's going to be it's going to be pretty fun to watch. The thing that is amazing about him is his ability – to hit the golf ball and to drive the golf ball. We were at a, we were at a charity event for Tony Finau for the Tony Finau foundation and Cameron champ was there. He had just won, um, or had just graduated from the corn Ferry tour to the PGA tour. Having won and, here in our home state yeah. of U- in the, when in the yep. uh, Utah championship. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And, and he hit this, he, he, they pulled him up cause they wanted to see how he hit drives or they wanted to see, show us how he hit drives. And and he has two drives. He has one that he that he uses to get the ball in play, and that's teeing the ball down a little bit, hitting a little squeeze fade out there, kind of low trajectory, and hitting fairways. And then when he wants to go after it, he tees it up a little bit, man, and he can bomb it. And that's what he did on the 18th hole at Silverado. So um, he's he's got a lot of tools. He's, it's going to be fun to watch him. Tee it high and let it fly. The old John yep. Daly thing, right? Uh, yep. I've never, I shouldn't say never, unless I'm struggling, I don't usually mess with my tee height. I like it just to sort of split the crown. Like my the crown, when I set the crown down on the ground behind the ball, I like the ball to, to or the crown of the club to kind of split like an equator, the golf ball. That that's my That's my spot. But I've also noticed, I've seen other tips where guys will say, hey, if you want to hit a draw, tee it high because you're going to come up and up, up and around through it. If you want to hit the fade, you tee it low because it tends to, you know, you're hitting down on it more and, and, and there's, it, it just changes the impact and that, that type of thing. My, my question is, can you hit that low squeeze fade, Bob? Have you, have you tried that? Because you know your old buddy, your old golf coach uh, friend, Bruce Brockbank down oh, at BYU, yeah. when I played with him this year, he hits it off the deck. He just drops it on the ground, and he just busts this little thing out there that's this little low-burning cut that yep. never misses the fairway. Yeah, low-squeeze fade. Works. I'm going to try That's my thing this week. I'm going to go try low-squeeze fade. I'm going to do Are it. You? I'm in. I'm all in. I already hit well, the phase. Tiger won the Masters. He said he was coming down the, the back nine stretch, and that's what he was working on, hitting a low-squeeze fade. Plus, it sounds cool, right? Yeah. Hey, that's a cool uh, shot. What'd you hit there? I hit a low-squeeze fade. Bust low squeezer, yeah, low squeezer. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, I look. You know, going back to Cam Champ, I, 
we we had a, as you said a unique perspective to see him win here in Utah uh, on the Web.com tour back then. Now the Corn or was that the debut of the Corn Ferry tour? No, nope. no, it's still web. De- debut of Corn Ferry Tour was this year. This year, that's right. Okay, yeah. last year at, at here in Utah, though, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's so I wasn't right. I wasn't totally off base, but yeah. So he wins Web.com Tour. Absolutely destroyed the field. That's all you heard about was you got to go out and see this guy. He's hitting it so far, and you're like, yeah, everybody hits it far. Like, it, it, I mean, you hear about somebody hitting it far, it almost doesn't even get your attention these days because everybody hits it long. Right. But that's a different league. It is. You know, and Tony Finau. There isn't a guy in the state of Utah as far as Tony Finau, and he's out there hitting balls, and Cam's busting him by him. So, when, I mean, that gets your attention, and Cam's not as big as a guy like Tony. And he does it with seemingly effortless uh, uh, power, right? That's, that's the other thing that's impressive. So for him to do what he was able to do last week, and again, not only from a distance standpoint, but chipped in when he had to. Scrambling yes. was phenomenal. Led the field. I mean, the guy did a lot of things right. And, and then to add the story, the human element to it, of his grandfather, who got him into the game. And if you haven't seen the videos that the Golf Channel's put out about his grandfather, um, they're, they're phenomenal. I mean, they just, there's a lot of human rights elements involved there. And it's just fantastic stuff. And I'm just so happy for Cam. It was a great story for the game. It's a great story for sports. And I do think that he has the tools if he continues to be hungry. And, and I'll go to a comment that his dad said, that I heard him say afterwards in an interview. He said something like uh, his maturity needs to grow into his talent, I believe is what he said. Interesting. And so it's just a matter of, so this guy has so much talent, but if he can mature and his game can evolve and, and he can deal, learn to deal with it. I mean, we, you hear a lot about that. And when I listened to his dad, I think his dad's name's Jeff, when I heard him say that, I thought, you know, that sounded a whole lot like something we might have heard Earl Woods say about a mm. young tiger back in the mid-90s. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to throw that pressure on him to say he's the next Tiger Woods. That's ridiculous for anybody. And I'm, I'm not, we, we were done saying this is the next Tiger 10 years ago because it's, just not, it's not even fair, right? It's, yeah, exactly. It's not fair. Right. It's not fair to other players to label him that way. Um, just like we used to say he's the next Jack Nicklaus. It's unreasonable. Yep. There's, people, there's once-in-generation type players. So – have a, however, he does have some of those tools and some similarities, and I think that is noteworthy when you see guys do things that are similar to what Tiger did. Rory McIlroy, the way he burst, burst on the scene and won majors at a, at a huge clip and did it by uh, breaking scoring records. Those types of things is what you have to take note of. Jordan Spieth did the same thing. So you start yes. taking note of those kinds of players. Now that leads on to, and again, I want to transition um, before we run out of time this segment, to Brooks Kepka, who's making his season debut. He revealed he had some knee surgery in the offseason. He mm-hmm. talked about uh, player of the year and, and, and essentially brushed it off, saying he's only worried about winning championships and tournaments, not awards. Um, but I wonder what his ceiling is. What's his longevity? Because he is definitely the soup du jour. I mean, he is the guy right now. But how is, is that going to be sustained again through this season? And if so, through this season, how about next season and season and season? What has always been impressive, and you were quick to point this out even early in Tiger's career, is the longevity that one yes. is able to keep playing at that high level. How do you see it playing out for Brooks? Well, I think Brooks is going to continue on to, to, to play extremely well. He's uh, figured out that uh, to win golf tournaments, he has to be ready to play. Uh, he talked about 
being able to practice more this year, where last year he said he didn't practice at all um, to get ready for events when he played. So uh, I think it's going to be good to see what he can do this year after his surgery, the stem cells, putting stem cells in his knee to, to get it fixed. And I think Brooks Kepka is going to maintain and continue to go and win golf tournaments every year. I think this is a big one. I'm just going to say this is a big year for Brooks Kepka. Because coming off of 2015, all the expectations were on Jordan Spieth, and he you know, never really lived up to it, and probably yeah. rightly so. Seasons like 2015 don't just happen. I mean, those are special, special years. Brooks Kepka, what was it? Two, one, two, four? Yes. In majors? I mean, that's yes. incredible. Um, those kinds of things and the way he's clipped off majors, they don't happen with regularity, typically. So how does he respond this year? I think it's going to be a big year to watch what Brooks Kepka does and maybe set the tone for the rest of his career. All right, we'll take a short break. Caddy joins us coming up next. Thanks for being with us here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. 
tee it up at Uinta Golf with their sizzling summer savings specials. Look for hot deals on items like TaylorMade TP5 Picks Golf Balls, now two dozen for only $80. Cleveland CVX Wedges for only $99.99. That's a $30 savings. And save up to $200 on Rogue Irons. Just a few of the hot specials you'll find now at Uinta Golf Shop sizzling summer savings. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, serving golfers since 1971. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. It's time for America's Favorite Caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, the caddy joins us each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio and has been with us for, gosh, going on 20 years. And yep. we love having the caddy on. In fact, just this week, I had somebody pull me aside and they said, on an unrelated topic, and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but who's the caddy? And I just started laughing. <laughs> caddy, how are you, man? Who's your caddy? <laughs> you are. I am waiting for my 20-year gold watch. That's what I'm waiting for. You didn't get it? That's 25. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Hang in there. Gotta hang in there. <laughs> we, can get you, we can get you a pin, though. A real nice uh, one. A lapel pin. I'm going to need the, a, a lapel to have one gonna, of those. That is exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. He's going to have to actually wear a lapel or a collar, for that matter. I'm not sure I own a tie anymore. <laughs> well, I'm sure that one of my kids will be uh, having a wedding in the next couple of years. So find yourself a tie because you'll be invited. When I graduated from college, my father gave me some advice. And one of those quips was, the only thing that would disappoint me would be if you went out right away and got a real job. So I just took that to heart for the next 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just, when you were on tour caddying, it was a part-time job. It sure was. It's always a part-time job. There's no such thing as full-time tour caddying. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, ask our viewers. Uh, our viewers. <laughs> okay. Face for radio, like Fred Funk used to say. Right. Um, yeah, uh part-time job so is there anything where we would say working 28 weeks a year is a full-time job can we make that into a full-time job i don't think so world greatest paid exercise part-time torque i guess yeah and you get to travel all over the world yeah well before phil started bragging about his calves his franken calves uh, you know, Caddy, I remember Caddy used to be pretty proud of those calves that he had when he was full-time tour Caddy or part-time, caddy. full-time, part-time. There's a lot of, yeah, Caddy calves, I guess you could call them, right? Caddy calves. It's a good Twitter handle. Yep. Caddy's calves coming at you. You're always thinking, aren't you, Brian? Yep. 
I was in New Zealand one time, and there was a couple there that had obviously were retired and traveling the world. And they started chatting with them, and we're in some beautiful place in the middle of nowhere. I think it was the Franz Joseph Glacier, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, they were talking about how they planned all their lives to take this incredible trip to New Zealand once they retired. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm 26 years old, and I just flew here on a whim last week from Hawaii. (laughs) I'm doing the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I mean, hey, you've had some amazing experiences. I mean, think about it. Places you've been, things you've seen and experienced, it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, and and there's so many good stories from, from all the guys. I, I mean, I think I, I've had some pretty good luck on things, and then I think about somebody like, think about Stevie or Bones, guys like that, who, gosh, I mean, put me to shame on the stories and experiences, and, I, and it's a... Uh, that's when you have, that's one thing you have to be careful of when you're on the tour, whether you're playing, catting, whatever. You have to keep perspective because you're in such a, a high level of stuff. Whatever you're doing, whether you're a caddy or at the highest level of that profession. If you're playing golf, you're at the highest level of that profession. And you can be pretty gar- darn good and think you're not doing well because you're you're lacking perspective, right? So a lot of, you know you know how that is, Bob. A guy just barely keeping his card and he thinks he's terrible. He thinks he's awful. Yeah, Why and he's making seven or eight hundred thousand dollars a year. Or now it's a million something, right? So it's like, yeah, it's it's it, it, maybe just it's an indictment on the game of golf, maybe about how mentally cruel it is to a human being. It's it's a tough game mentally, but it is. You, you kind of step away from it. You think because uh, there there were always a number of caddies who, of course, had real jobs and real careers and. Etc. And all the time, you'd, you'd hear them saying, "No matter how bad it bad it got, caddying." They'd always say, "Well, it's way better than working." <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard work. It's hard. It's hard work. Don't don't think it's it not is. hard work. Yep. But uh, boy, it's um, it's more of a life. You know, why are the guys like White Fluff still out there? Well, he just loves doing it. He loves the lifestyle. He loves the circus sitting around at dinner telling the stories every night, telling the same stories to the same people every night. You never get tired of it. It's great. That's, that's, why, do, why do guys go out to, to commentate? Why, why are they spending 20 weeks commentating on TV, all these successful guys? They sure don't need the money. They just probably like being back out there, being around the boys and, you know, the camaraderie. It's, 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 hard, to, it's hard to leave that. It really is. So, Caddy, uh, <clears throat> how many in your time on tour, the 20, how many years were you out there, by the way? A couple decades, huh? I think about 25. Yeah. So, 25. Yeah. Did you get your gold watch? <laughs> I actually do have one. Um, do you want to hear the story? Yeah. I'd love to. And then I'll get back to my question. Go ahead. So, we're invited to play in, in, a, in a pro-am one time, and overseas. I, I, I won't go into all the details, but let's just say there was a nice uh, swag, bunch of swag there. Um, and uh, my player's upstairs in his condo with his wife, and he yells down. He says, hey, go through the go through the bags. Tell us what, what's in them. So I'm going through and then get to the uh, watches. And 
his and her Rolex watch. <laughs> and I said, oh, I got a, his and her Rolex watch. And my player goes, eh, you want it? <laughs> and I go, I said, well, under one circumstance. He goes, what's that? And I go, you can't ever, ever regret this decision you're making right now, this rash decision you're making. And he goes, all right, but you got to wear it. I said, all right, I'll wear it. So I wore it like two times and then I put it away somewhere. <laughs> it, it was a beautiful watch. I'll tell you what, it was a beautiful watch. Do you know where it is? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, okay. All right. You said you put it away somewhere. I didn't know if you'd now forgotten where it is. I've forgotten most other things that I've put away. You got, you're like Ty Webb with a bunch of just uncashed checks lying around your living room right. or whatever. Rolexes. Yeah, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, Caddy, last I week just, last week in the final round of the Safeway in, in Napa at Silverado, you sent us a text after Cameron Champ hit his final drive on the 18th hole, and you said – that had to have gone 460 yards. Um, your thoughts about how far he hits that ball? I still have not seen him hit a ball in person, but I certainly know know the courses and watched it and and all that kind of stuff. And I think the craziest thing about Cameron Champ is that it doesn't look like he's doing it when you watch him. He he doesn't look like he's. You watch Jamie Sadlowski who's a good golfer and won the national one guard. You watch him swing a golf club, you know that thing's going a long way. You watch Bubba Watson swing, you know it's going a long way. Cameron just doesn't look like he's doing that, generating that kind of speed. That's how athletically efficient he is. So, yeah, he also hits down on the ball significantly. Now, at that club at speed, you think that's not as efficient as hitting level or up on it, and it may not be, which is kind of scary. That he's is he hitting it that long, and he's not even hitting it as long as he could. Um, I don't know if that's the case. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly about all that mechanics of those speeds, but yeah, what a what an incredible. I, I think pretty highly of him as a golfer. He's got, I, I think, technically a great golf swing. I just uh, yeah, who knows why he didn't play well for the last year. But I, I don't think – it won't surprise me if he has a lot more success than he's had so far. He's, he's, he looks – he's pretty impressive to me. So, Would you take him if you were Tiger? Would you take him right now with one of your four picks for the President's Cup? No. No? No, because no. I, I can find four guys who have had a better – six months than he has right right but it's not i mean they're why why wait why wait all this time if you're not going to pick someone that's winning right now that's uh you know on fire and saw i mean that's kind of part of it right uh well yes but the president's cup is in december and this is october and there's a lot of stuff that goes on between now and then. i don't know when the deadline is for making picks first of november first week of november right so the whole month we've got a whole month so i'd rather know who's playing well the last couple of weeks of October than the last week of September. If I'm going to just pick the guy who's played well for the last two weeks and ignored the entire amount of time before that. So that, that would just be right off the bat. I'd say, gosh, I know I can, there's certain, I don't, I don't think Cameron's played that well besides winning the tournament lately. 
So like maybe I'm correct me if I'm wrong there, but um, certainly guys like Patrick Cantlay has played really well the whole year. He'd have to be a you know, guy that just comes to mind right like that. Um, you know, there's a, there's a number of other guys. So now if if Cameron wins another one or finishes in the top five a couple times, then he's got some momentum, and, and now you start thinking, oh, maybe. So. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Hey, before we let you go, uh, the question I was going to ask you before the watch was, uh, how many times on the PGA Tour when you were caddying did you see someone, caddy, player, manager, what have you, extend a single-finger greeting? And... <laughs> It, was anything done about that, uh, let alone a three-year suspension from the tour that they were playing? I don't remember anything being done, but you don't hear about fines at all on the tour. You don't really know about them. Have I seen that? I, I think there's probably one or two of those I can come up with. I remember Willie Wood did that on the 16th tee at Scottsdale. Remember, you know, the 16th hole. When, yeah. This is before grandstand. This is in the early days of the 16th hole when it was just ropes and crowds and it was all the fraternity folks from ASU. And and it was a lot of, it was always a lot of fun, but it was just beginning. And he kind of did it jokingly. And, uh, oh, it was tremendous, the reaction he got from it. I mean, they just loved it. They just ate it up. But he didn't do it seriously. He did it joking. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, you know, Willie Wood, of all, of all the people I thought you were going to conjure up from the, your days, Willie Wood is not the one that I would would have thought would have reacted with a with a, yeah. with a a one-finger salute. I mean, that – but but jokingly, yeah. okay, jokingly, I, I get it. Oh, he, he was totally messing with them, and they just annihilated him afterwards. <laughs> but I was – it was great. He loved it. But – I think the time you see it happen, the couple times I've seen it happen, it's when a putt misses and they express their displeasure at the hole. Like yeah. it, you know, always took them personally and, ah. and, and did it. By the way, one of the greatest lines I ever heard when a guy 360 to putt, Jeff Sluman, who is one of the more intelligent guys you'll ever meet on the tour and, and incredibly funny and witty, um, totally entertaining guy to hang around. He had about a six foot putt and it three sixty and came right back at him and immediately he looks up and goes, Ah, left it short. <laughs> <laughs> that was one I just hadn't heard. I just I I heard a lot of them, right? When you're around golf for twenty years, you hear everything. And I hadn't heard that one, but that, that was a pretty good one. But I think uh, if you can look at the story Michael Bamberger wrote about the uh, suspension for the for the Korean player that we're talking about. Bio Kim. Uh, yeah. Really, really good story. Um, really, really well written. One of the, I, I was impressed with that story. I read it today. So go ahead and check it out. I'm sure you can Google it. Caddy, as always, you're the best. Thanks for your time, man. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. More of Real Golf Radio continues next. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. 
Apex irons are the ultimate Forge player's distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags Set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. This segment brought to you by, uh, in part by Callaway and the Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X. Be sure to check out CallawayGolf.com. Triple track technology available in Chrome Soft X. Bob, I actually played with the guy the other day, and he goes, oh, I didn't know they had that on these. And I was like, come on, man. How long have you been listening to the show? Yeah, it's, wow. it's been out for a long time. Check it out, CallawayGolf.com. And uh, we continue uh, talking about the PGA Tour as this new season rolls on. And uh, really excited to welcome in our next guest. He's back at the uh, everything's old is new again, or everything new is old again. I'm not sure how yeah. that goes, but uh, what goes around comes around. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Adam Shupak, a senior writer for Golf Week magazine, he joins us once again here on the show. Hey, Adam, how are you, man? I'm good. Good to be with you, fellas. Yeah, it's good to have you back on. And uh, I, I guess the, the news you, you you dropped a couple of weeks ago back at Golf Week. I assume that's a good thing, and uh, you know certainly uh, well deserving. We love reading your stuff. You always do a great job. Yeah, so I guess you can go home again. I'm pretty excited to be be back. Uh, spent more than a decade with Golf Week, and um, 
nice to have. I, it's, uh, it's always been, it's the last few years been uh, freelancing and, and every time I'd go to a tournament, people would say, who are you writing for this week? And I'd usually have to stop and think because uh, I was working so for so many different outlets. It's nice to have just that one place and be like, yeah, I write for Golf Week. <laughs> that is nice. A little consistency, right? Right. Hey, uh, I, I love following you along on Twitter. Uh, you do a great job there as well. And j- just the, your commentary on Cameron Champ and his win last week. And you mentioned your goosebumps, getting goosebumps. It's one of those stories, uh, Adam, that, that you just, you know, that sports can bring out. It, the human emotion and guys that can put that either as a motivator or put it aside and conquer nonetheless or succeed in spite of or you again however it comes out in the end that the the human spirit and the soul that gets woven into sports to me is what draws me in it's what i love watching about it and that was on full display last week huh yeah there may there may be no crying in baseball but uh i think the golf world all kind of was was crying for for cameron champ having his his grandfather uh, in hospice while he's trying to win a golf tournament and, and, and everything that he, all the motions that he was dealing with. It was, it was one of those weeks where it was, you know, it had all the feels. I mean, I, I definitely, uh, I, I think everyone, it pulled at the heartstrings a bit. And, and, and just like you were saying there, uh, this is a guy who won in his very second start as a PGA tour player in his rookie season last year. And, and then piled on a few more top tens and looked like, you know, he was the next big thing. And, and then all of a sudden it just kind of crashed and, and, and Colin Morikawa and Matthew Wolf and Victor Hovland have kind of made you forget about Cameron Champ, but he got a, a, an incredible amount of talent. I mean, nobody, nobody hits it farther than Cameron Champ. And uh, it, it was, I really think it was impressive the way, I, you know, he talked about how um, I, I, he's put a lot of pressure on himself to succeed, but this week it was, it was just, you know, realizing that, that there's bigger things out there than golf. And, and I think, you know, it just cleared his mind a bit. And he, and he went, his, his grandfather has always been telling him, focus, focus. And, and for one week at least, uh, and it, you know, when, when you lead the field in driving distance, strokes gained off the tee, strokes gained to the green, and then uh, our number one in scrambling, you got a pretty good chance of winning. And, and just great stuff the way he, you know, he had a five-stroke lead, let it, let it, you know, kind of slip away and, and, and came to the 18th tee tied, tied uh, with Adam Hadwin and a, a really impressive job to, you know, just send one 369 off the 18th tee and then, and then make birdie. You know, it's interesting that uh, we as media, we try to stay objective and that kind of thing. Did you kind of get the feeling this last week, especially on the, in, in the last round that, uh, that you guys were kind of rooting for Cameron? You know, yeah, you, you try to stay objective, but, you know, as writers, we're always rooting for the story, and, and it didn't get – I mean, this was one that just kind of wrote itself, um, and it, it did feel a bit like it was meant to be when uh, you, you saw it kind of early. He came out and, and one-putted the first four greens, and, and, and you know, anytime there was a little bit of adversity, he, uh, he came through, chipped in for par at 11 after uh, kind of duffing a chip on the shot before. So it just seemed like it was his week. And uh, I was standing right by his father, Jeff, as the tears started to roll out of his eyes after, after that winning putt went in the hole at 18. And, and uh, you know, just, it just, it, 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 you know, I, I remember, you know, wanting, 
to have that last chance to see a grandparent myself and, and it didn't work out for me. It's kind of one of my, you know, regrets in life that I didn't get to say, really say goodbye. Um, and I think just, you know, what, what Cam, Champ said is that this is his last gift to his grandfather. He knows he's going to get to play at Augusta now. And, and after all the, you know, the kind of hard knocks in his life along the way, uh, it's just a really special story. There go those goosebumps. Yeah, you said it. You reset it perfectly, and and that's exactly it. A last gift to your grandpa that got you into the game. I mean, and I think that's another thing about this game that we all love that ties us together is this this generational thing that we can do. What our dad, grandpa, whatever. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those one of those neat things. And um, yeah, uh, all, all good stuff. Let me ask you about uh, Cam Champ. Now that you've seen him win twice, what is his ceiling? I mean, I know he had this sort of funk that he went into last year. But but that aside, I mean, with with the talent you see and what was on display and his youth, and his dad says that his maturity needs to grow into his talent, which, by the way, so, sounded a whole lot like what Earl Woods might have said about a young Tiger uh, a couple decades ago. But what do you expect out of Cameron Champ and, and, and his ceiling and his potential? Well, the comparisons to Tiger Woods started really early, and, and, and maybe we're a little premature but uh, there, there's a lot, a, a lot of similarities there, and, and it, it will be interesting to see what, he, what he's capable. Johnny Miller, I talked to him after the round, uh, and Johnny said, you know, in two years, if he can just improve a, a couple notches, you know, this could be the next guy. He could be like a Brooks Kepka. He was very impressed with how um, he said he wasn't nervous. He was more excited about being in that position. Uh, coming down the stretch. He is two for two and closing out 54 hole leads, which is a, a very good sign to see in a young player. Uh, his, his Cam Champ's instructor is, is Sean Foley. And Sean Foley made the point that like, look, you know, this guy did not win a lot in, in, in junior golf or college or, or even on the, on the uh, corn ferry tour. He's, he's still learning how to win. And he said, look, and he said, Dustin Johnson is our blueprint. You know, look at, how how long it took Dustin Johnson to really learn how to improve his short game and, and, and wedge game in particular before he became a world number one and major championship winner. If it took Dustin Johnson 10 years, it's only going to take us five, kind of compared it to the Fosbury flop and, and, and when Dick Fosbury went over, did the high jump and all of a sudden everybody started following that, that uh, technique and, and, it, and, it, and they, uh, everybody just kept breaking the record that, that uh, Cam Champ in the same way is a guy who just needs to really learn how to dial in his wedges. Uh, Foley saying that that's just technique and they're, they're, they're working on it. But, you know, he was, he ranked, I think, 186 uh, in, in strokes gained from 75 to 125 yards. And with his power, he's going to hit so many wedges coming into holes. Whereas other guys, Morikawa saying, you know, I'm hitting five iron when he's hitting nine iron with the power that, that Cam Champ has. I, you know, I think if he can dial in the wedge game the way Dustin Johnson learned to do it, uh, yeah, I think world number one is a possibility, but that's, that's no easy task. So that, that's, it's going to be fun to watch. He's still, you know, he's won two, two big, two fall events. Uh, I think everybody wants to see how he can do in the, in the main season when there's more of the, you know, top 50 in the world in the, in the field. And I was going to say, uh, you you mentioned Dustin Johnson. Here here he is, um, Cameron Champ, winning two golf tournaments in his first two years. And Dustin Johnson, it, uh, of course, we know that he he went on a string of winning at least one golf tournament for 
a lot of years and now he's now he's over 20 if uh you know if Cameron Champ can do that uh, that ceiling's going to be pretty good for him yeah winning on a regular basis yeah yep. no doubt about it Hey, uh, Adam, before we let you go, uh, and we appreciate you taking some time, uh, you wrote a good article about Fred Couples. I love that you you started this out uh, uh, on your Twitter feed anyway, setting up the story. Spent some time in Napa last week hanging with Freddie. I mean, I can't think of all of the players on tour that there, that no people, golf fans, would, would rather hang out with is Fred Couples. I mean, the guy is Mr. Cool, and here he is about to turn 60, still rocking the cool, as you pointed out, the sockless <laughs> shoes. Uh, just, just your thoughts real quick on Freddie and about to turn 60, and, and uh, certainly we can read the article. It was a good one, but uh, what do you make of this guy? I mean, he's just, he's just one of those icons in the game. He sure is. I mean, uh, it's hard to believe. Like, I guess he's the definition of 60, the new 40, because he, he's still uh, – Freddie still got it, is, is how his partner Joel Damon put it. Um, you know, it's just at, at, he still wants to compete. He still wants to play some, but you know the the clock is ticking. He knows it. The back could go at any time. It's it, uh, you know for years kind of held him back from fully reaching his potential. And, and you know, I kind of asked him, "What are you going to do when you're done with golf?" And it's funny. He's just, he's just said he's he's going to go to a lot of sporting events. He wants to hang with Jim, being his old college roommate at Houston, Jim Nance, and, and uh, was talking about how Nance wanted him to come to a, a Patriots game and, you know, go talk to Belichick and Brady and, and how much he's looking forward to that type of stuff. But he's just, he's just going to take it easy. And, he, you know, I, I loved uh, one of his comments in the story being that he said, uh, you know, I'm just going to I'm just going to go to the mall and, you know, walk around, you know, <laughs> chip a little, hit a few. And, and before you know it, it it's four o'clock and, and, you know, it's, it's dark in the wintertime. Uh, you know, sounds like a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good life being Freddie. <laughs> it's it's, it's good to be Freddie. No doubt about it. I loved it. It's a great article. Check it out at Golf Week. Uh, it's it's uh, written by Adam Shupak, of course, who's joining us. And, of course, follow Adam, Adam Shupak, at Adam Shupak on Twitter as well. Adam, great stuff as always. Really a treat to have you back on the show. And uh, thanks for spending some time with us. All right, guys, anytime. Okay, you got it. Adam Shupak joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. More of the show continues next. Hey, guys, it's a great time to get into Barbecue Pit Stop, Utah's barbecue pro shop, and get the tools you need to up your barbecue game. Barbecue Pit Stop has the best selection of the best smokers money can buy, like Traeger, Yoder, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more, plus over 200 rubs and sauces and lots of accessories. I know you're wondering if you really need another grill. Well, a smoker isn't another grill. It's an upgrade from your grill. I haven't turned on my gas grill since the day I got my smoker. Head into one of their three locations in Layton, Salt Lake, or Lehigh, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, we're back, wrapping up hour number one here of Real Golf Radio. Adam Shupak, senior writer, Golf Week Magazine, kind enough to join us there. America's favorite caddy also stopping by. It's always good to have those guys on the show. Uh, We've got a really good back nine for you as well. A sit-down with the Hall of Fame player, the Hall of Fame broadcaster, and now a guy enjoying his retirement, Johnny Miller. A little two-parter coming up here on the back nine. Always fun to talk to John. Yeah, it's great to talk to Johnny, especially after his event last week that he hosted at Silverado. He's a part owner there, that kind of thing. It'll be fun to... uh, be able to sit down and and chat with him and and be able to talk about what's happening in his life currently and also about last week's event. I wonder if he misses the booth at all. We'll have to ask him. I mean, you know, it's a big part of your life, 29 years, 29 years in the booth. Yeah, Yeah. pretty amazing stuff. Also, our Callaway Pro Spotlight continues. Casey Brozick will join us. He's the director of golf, Quail Hollow, or excuse me, Quail Hollow is nice too. Director of golf, Quail West Golf and Country Club in naples florida always enjoy visiting with these pros and finding out how they got in the game of golf what their philosophy is and their different take on the game from a pga professional perspective not a tour professional a pga professional perspective these guys are fantastic that's all coming up next on the back nine hour number two of real golf radio
USA Radio News with Wendy King. President Trump says there isn't anything wrong with asking foreign countries to investigate the Bidens. He says it happened to him. I was investigated. I was investigated and they think it could have been by UK. They think it could have been by Australia. They think it could have been by Italy. So when you get down to it, I was investigated by the Obama administration. The president tells reporters his desire for China to investigate the Bidens is not linked to any trade deal. He also says the White House won't cooperate with the current House impeachment inquiry until a floor vote is taken. He says he doesn't think there's anything wrong with asking foreign countries for help with corruption. If a foreign country can help us with respect to corruption and corruption probes, And that, I don't care if it's Biden or anybody else. This is USA Radio News. I took my family on a vacation like the one you're about to hear about, and we had an amazing time. And the best part about it was the price. If you're looking for an amazing, fun-filled vacation for you and your family for an unbelievable price, keep listening for details on how you can get a fabulous four-day vacation for just $99. Westgate Resorts has been a leader in affordable vacation plans since 1982. And now you can choose from over 10 beautiful resort destinations across the United States, like Orlando, Florida, or the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. So whether you love world-famous theme parks or the tranquility of nature. Westgate Resorts has your next dream vacation. Plus, if you're one of the first 100 to call, we'll tell you about our $29 Las Vegas special. Call right now to book your amazing vacation for only $99. 800-925-3014-800-925-3014. Call 800-925-3014. This advertisement is being used for the purpose of soliciting sales of a timeshare plan. Restrictions apply. Go to westgateterms.com for complete offer terms. Pro-life forces are hopeful after the U.S. Supreme Court announces that it will hear a case concerning Louisiana's new abortion law. USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes reports from Washington. The law, which opponents call too restrictive, requires any doctor performing an abortion to have admitting privileges at a nearby hospital and that abortions be performed at hospital-like facilities featuring expensive equipment close at hand in case something went wrong. It's very similar to a Texas law that the high court struck down three years ago in a 5-3 to three ruling that came down after the death of Justice Antonin Scalia and the deciding vote came from since-retired Justice Anthony Kennedy. The current court has two new justices in Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh, so a different ruling is possible. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 372 points, the S&P up 41, and the Nasdaq up 110. You're listening to USA Radio News. Friends, the radio listener special is still going on at MyPillow.com. Buy one, get one, MyPillow premium pillows. Savings on Giza Dreams bed sheets, mattress toppers, go anywhere, MyPillows. And, of course, body pillows. If you're a side sleeper, you need that. If you've got a dog you love, they have great dog beds. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. Use my promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175 or go to MyPillow.com. Promo code USA. Pioneering actress Diane Carroll has passed away from cancer. She was also a noted singer and runway model. She was the first black woman in a lead role for a TV series in the show Julia, which aired 50 years ago. Then she was known for her dynamic role on Dynasty. Why didn't you tell me, Brady? You're the one that's always so concerned about openness and honesty. Diane Carroll was 84. The investigation is continuing into the fiery crash of a historic old plane this week. 
USA's Chris Barnes has the update. A pilot with more than 7,000 hours of experience flying a B-17 was among the seven people killed when the vintage World War II-era bomber crashed and burned at a Connecticut airport on Wednesday. 75-year-old pilot Ernest McCauley of Long Beach, California, had flown for over 20 years with the Collings Foundation, the educational group that owned that World War II airplane and some others. He was also its safety officer. The NTSB has begun securing evidence, including the engine in which the pilot had reported a problem just moments before the crash. They're also looking into some witness reports that work was being done on one or two of the plane's engines just prior to takeoff. The plane had last been through a major inspection in January this year. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Don't forget, you can listen to the news anytime by logging on to usaradio.com. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome in. It's the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. We had a great hour number one. Looking forward to a jam-packed hour number two, a sit-down conversation with the Hall of Famer, the player, the broadcaster, and the guy enjoying retirement right now. Johnny Miller joins us coming up in just a couple of moments. Stay tuned for that. Also, our Callaway Pro Spotlight with Casey Brozick. He's the director of golf. Quell West Golf and Country Club in Naples, Florida, stops by as well. We'll find out a little bit more about this PGA professional and uh, how he got into the game, his philosophies, and some good stories. It's always a treat to talk to these guys. I'm telling you, it's one of the most fun things that we've done lately in this 20 years of Real Golf Radio. I love talking to these guys. They're the best, and they make it happen, and we can all enjoy the game of golf because of them. But it'll be a good one, so thanks for tuning in. Bob, this week also, I know your dad will be in a – uh, the all-time winningest uh, point earner for the U.S. Ryder Cup yep. team. Also the 1979 captain of the Ryder Cup team. We're talking about Billy Casper. So I know Ryder Cup is, is big to you. Whistling Straits hosted a little press conference a year sort of ahead of the contest, and the captains were there. What was your, what was your take on that? I, it starts to get the juices flowing, and I start to get excited, and then all of a sudden I go, dang it, uh, I really hope we don't <laughs> lose another one of these. 
You know, it's interesting. Uh, of course, it's President's Cup year this year, and we're a year away from the Ryder Cup. It's fun to watch. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens at um, Whistling Straits next year. But, uh, you know, the list of guys that are on that team right now as it sits is pretty is pretty stellar. Um, you know, it's going to shift and move, but it's it's going to be interesting. Of course, Brooks Kepka is number one, Gary Woodland number two, Webb Simpson three, Tony Finau four, Patrick Cantlay five. Interesting one, Jim Furyk sneaks in there at six right now in points. Chez wow. Revy at seven and Justin Thomas at eight. Um, then you've got Brant Snedeker at nine, Bubba Watson at ten. That's the top. That's the top ten of the guys as far as uh, the roster is concerned or the point points. But this year is the year that uh, that guys will earn a lot of points and that uh, that will shift up quite a bit. I hope we have our stable of players that are playing at their highest level. I agree. But I also hope that we have three or four. I know that's a lot, but I hope we have three or four new guys that are ready to jump up and change the tide, change the environment Yes, around U.S. Ryder Cup to dominating, winning performances. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm hoping for. And hopefully Steve Stricker can make that happen at Whistling Straits. All right, we'll take a short break. Uh, we're just getting started. A really good hour number two straight ahead. Johnny Miller in three minutes right here on Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed. Yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. At the first tee, we believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. 
To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. Big Bertha. It's an iconic name. Some of the longest and straightest clubs in all of golf. Well, now the legend just got even easier to hit. The new Big Bertha irons from Callaway are powered by a suspended energy core, a totally new construction to deliver easy launch, long, consistent distance with incredible sound and feel. This is by far Callaway's easiest to launch distance iron ever. Get big time distance now. Experience Big Bertha irons today at your local golf shop or at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us. Really excited to bring on our next guest. He's a good friend of ours, and it's been a little while since we've had him on, so excited to bring him back after a busy week last week. He's a Hall of Fame player and broadcaster, and as I mentioned, just hosted the Safeway Open at Silverado. Co-host of a new podcast, Real Golf Talk with Johnny Miller. Johnny joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Johnny, how are you? Pretty good there. Nice to be on the show there, Bobby and Brian. Um, Yeah. Haven't talked too much golf lately. I'm retired, remember? <laughs> That's why well, we wanted to bug you. Yeah, and yeah. and you no. did have some airtime in the booth last week. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I did that mostly for Solar Resort and Spa, just to you know to represent them and represent my own ownership there, and and um, you know just say hi to everybody. It was sort of nice to be back on the air a bit. So it was, it was good. It was a good tournament. Really good tournament, you know, and um, you know, you know, the guys that played quite well, uh, and uh, Cameron Champ sort of after going into a slump, so to speak, he looked like he's uh, ready to conquer the world. You know, that guy. I imagine hitting a drive an eight iron on the last hole, par five. I mean, that is ridiculous. You know how long he can hit the ball, and he had his iron game's good, and his putting was really good, and his scrambling, which is usually weak, he was number one in scrambling last week. So that's that's why he won all that just to win by one shot over Hadwin. So, yeah, it was, all in all, it came, it came down to the wire with Hadwin bringing the last three holes and Champ having to birdie 18 so he didn't have a playoff. So, all in all, yeah, it was good, really good. Hey, before we talk more about Cameron and some of the guys, I just got to ask you, do you miss it at all? I mean, do you miss being in the booth and covering and talking about the game that you've done for so long? You know, the actual doing it I sort of miss, but not having to – Every week, uh, bone up on uh, my homework and make sure I know what's going on on tour and you know who's doing what and all all that stuff was, you know, even though even if you don't work, but one every three weeks, you still have to, you know, almost prepare like you're on every week. So it, that part of it was sort of like being back in school, except for you know you had finals about every three weeks, you know. So it it was uh, that part was twenty nine years of that was probably enough and. Um, you know, at, at my age, 72, that was probably a good time. At 50 years on the road, 21 playing and 29 announcing. Yeah, I felt like it was sort of time, and I hadn't really lost anything as far as my ability to announce. Uh, it's not like I went over; I was over the hill, but I just thought, yeah, it's about time with all the all the grandkids I got. It was about time to hang them up, hang it up. So, yeah, I missed it a little bit, but um, you know, time goes. You know, time passes and. You gotta you gotta adjust uh, as you get older to other things. So hey, you know I'm happy. Nice to have some. I'm down here at Pebble Beach. I'm looking at the ocean rolling in, and 
I feel like Jimmy Buffett here, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is a pretty place. We had a chance to see it when we were there for the U.S. Open in June. But you're still getting a little bit of, of a fix with your podcast, right? Uh, the podcast, uh, you know, I did a couple couple of them. And uh, I thought, man, here we go again. I got to bone up on the tour and know what's going on. And, and after that, I said, after two of us, I told Callaway, you know, I think I don't want to do anymore. You know, that, that was, you know, it was, uh, I could do it, but I just don't want to get back on the, on the, you know, the, the boat, so to speak, the BJ tour boat. And so, so that was, that's, that's over with now. So, you know, it, it'll sort of go off in the sunset uh, <laughs> a little bit, you know, I'll probably do a couple of things every once in a while, but you know, it's, it's not going to be totally retirement sort of mulling over possibly doing a church mission or whatever. So, uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, that's fantastic. Johnny Miller joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So let me go back to Cameron Champ. I mean, what an emotional story unfolded there at Silverado, uh, winning it uh, with his grandpa, not, uh, what, several, you know, 60 miles uh, up the coast or whatever, and uh, in hospice and, and that whole story. I mean, just amazing. You, you know, it's 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 interesting how these things tend to play out in sports and what emotions can do for a competitor and sometimes taking his mind off of it sometimes focusing him a little better but uh wow what what just just to see the emotion and how that all played out that's why people tune in to watch live sports it was really special yeah it was no doubt about it and you know maybe it took the edge off of uh, and put the game in perspective that it's not his whole life and you know, that was something bigger. His grandfather uh, with the cancer is the one that started him playing golf when he was a little boy. And, you know, it was it was very tender. There was no doubt about it. It was very tender. And he, he sort of, I think he played for his grandpa. I think he just, it was meant to be, you know. Yeah, I think it was meant to be that he'd have a great week and, and have all the home crowd. He had the biggest crowd of anybody last week. Uh, all those guys from Sacramento came down and, um, you know, it just, it, it couldn't have been any better. Uh, yeah, I don't know how long his grandfather's going to live, but, um, you know, it couldn't have been nicer for him to be able to see that and be able to watch it. And, and his father was, it was there at the tournament. And, um, and the guy, I got to meet them and, you know, just, um, you know, just, it was, it was a nice story and it was uh, very touching, no doubt. You know, it was pretty cool to see uh, what he had written on the on the soles of his shoes and that kind of thing. And and here he is, Cameron Champ, um, less than what? Well, about a year off the, off the the Web dot com tour. He won his second event uh, in his first year, and he won his second event of this year. Uh, what do you think his uh, future holds as far as uh, a player on the PGA Tour? And just you already alluded to it, how far he hits the ball. Yeah, I mean, his upside is, you know, you look at, I, I really studied his game big time. I'm thinking, how did he have this big down time? Uh, you know, I looked at him and he was sort of hitting those little interpretive iron shots where he swung real smoothly and instead of just bombing it every time and looking around the green, he looked great and putting stroke. He's just he's got this gorgeous long backswing putting stroke and ball really rolls off his putter with no real hit. And, and he was able to make those putts on the Polana greens that, some of the other guys couldn't read. And then, of course, his driver was, you know, it was almost unreal. I mean, it, the upside to this guy is just off the charts, but I'm not sure how he gets on these down trends. I'm, I don't know what's going on in his head when that happens because when you looked at him last week, you'd think, you know, he's ready to beat 
he's ready to beat anybody, whether it's Kepka or Rory or whatever, Dustin. You know, these guys that everybody thinks are so wonderful. You look at Cameron Champ's game against them when he's playing his best. He's every bit as good, uh, and he hits it quite a bit farther than those guys. So, I mean, he's hitting eight iron, eight iron into 16. Most guys could hardly reach that in two. He had eight iron there. Then he hit eight iron into 18 on the last day on par five. And, I mean, you know, that's, that's ridiculous is what it is. It's just, I mean, what he could do to a golf course. So, you know, I, I'm not sure what goes on when he's not on, but I saw what goes on when he is. So that was pretty amazing to watch. That's really well said. Johnny Miller joining us here on Real Golf Radio. You, you mentioned uh, that you don't know what happens in these downtimes. He sort of alluded to or, or basically said that, you know, after winning, put a lot of pressure on himself. You were a player who early on jumped onto the scene uh, as an amateur at the U.S. Open and then, you, you know, continuing on. How, how does a young player deal with that, and how, do, how does the maturity of winning again um, maybe mitigate some of the pressure he put on himself a year ago and, 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 and maybe eliminate the downtime like he had a year ago? There's so much goes into being a winner on tour. You know, you got to be able to be a closer. And um, I, I, I uh, like your dad, Billy Casper, uh, uh, was a, uh, talking about Bobby, of course, um, was a very good closer myself. But a lot of these guys, uh, whether it's a Ricky Fowler or whatever, um, are not good closers. And so uh, he wasn't even given a chance to close. But, you know, you have to look at your game. The, but I would, the feeling I had all the time is I'm getting better, sort of like a Rocky movie. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting better, you know. And I kept feeling like I was getting better when I first came on tour. And then I finally came on tour in April of 69 and 71. I won the Southern Open. And then um, won a couple the next two years, two years and then the – uh, you know, just uh, the valve opened up, and uh, I just started winning a lot. You know, and uh, but um, uh, it, it didn't take me too long to figure it out. But you know, you got to analyze your game nowadays. You can't analyze your game with all the stats they have out there. But um, you know, it's a it's a fine line. Why why some people can win a lot, and some people can win once a year, and some people can win three times their, their whole career. And yet they all look pretty good on the surface. So it's obviously it's what goes on under the surface is the most important, you know, because there are a lot of guys that look like winners when you look them on the driving range. Johnny Miller joining us here on Real Golf Radio. More with the Hall of Famer next. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with their sizzling summer savings specials. Look for hot deals on items like TaylorMade TP5 Picks Golf Balls, now two dozen for only $80. Cleveland CVX Wedges for only $99.99. That's a $30 savings. And save up to $200 on Rogue Irons. Just a few of the hot specials you'll find now at Uinta Golf Shop sizzling summer savings. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, serving golfers since 1970. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses instantly i could see there was no pain it was so easy and it worked my only regret was waiting so long hoops vision is world renowned and with the latest technology they give you more options than ever do yourself a favor go to hoopsvision.com right now and schedule your free consultation and mention real golf radio and save a thousand dollars off your lasik procedure hoops vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Brought to you in part by Callaway Golf. 13 colors, 10 symbols, endless possibilities. Personalize your Jaws MD5 wedges exactly how you want them with Callaway Customs. You can find it online at CallawayGolf.com and the all-new Jaws MD5 wedges. Johnny Miller joining us here on Real Golf Radio. You know, Johnny, you you had mentioned uh, Rory and Brooks Kepka um, and uh, talked a little bit about Cameron Champ and and looking like you know he's a world beater. Rory and Brooks Kepka both won three times last year. Uh, Kepka wins, of course, the PGA Championship for the second year in a row, and uh, and in the Player of the Year race, um, the the Player of the Year was voted for Rory McIlroy. Your thoughts about uh, what transpired there? You know, it seemed like that uh, Kepka had it locked up, and then you know Rory did win the Players Championship. I guess you alluded to and. Uh, and uh, he won the FedEx, and I don't know, maybe the, the tour, you know, those are, those are the two inside uh, tournaments, uh, the players' uh, tournaments, you know, with player, the, the PGA Tour owns uh, both of those events, and uh, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> seemed like, you know, I thought Kepka had it locked up, but, you know, I guess the players vote, and I don't know, maybe some of that stuff that Kepka did uh, the second part of the tour, uh, year when he was, Sort of saying that you know, almost like he he was sort of bragging a little bit, and which you know, in a way, he deserved to be able to brag. But 
some of those photo shoots he did and whatever, maybe maybe it was ill-timed for Player of the Year award since the players do vote on those. So I don't know. You know, Kepka he, he marches to his own beat, and uh, he's good for the church. Good to have guys that um, are a little different. And he is different. You know, he somehow believes that he can. He's made to win the big ones. So um, so far, so good in that regard for him. So yeah, it, it was interesting, but I. I thought that he Kepka should have won Player of the Year, even though Glory had a great year too. So they both they could have had they could have had co players of the year. That would probably be would have been more popular. <laughs> yeah, and today yeah, everybody gets a trophy. As a player, did you care about that type of thing? How much does that really mean, or is there a lot of truth to what he's saying? It's a it's nice kind of for the fans and the popularity, but but really it doesn't matter unless you're winning the big, especially winning the big ones. Yeah, there's truth to that. Um, you know, the, those kind of words take care of themselves. You know, obviously, uh, I was playing right up against Jack Nicholas in his prime, and it wasn't too easy to get player of the year with him around, and even with Trevino and a lot of the other guys that were, you know, top players then. So I got it once and um, had to win eight times to get it uh, on, in 74. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't I – don't, you know, I wasn't too worried about that kind of stuff, to be honest. It's good for endorsements and good for uh, – it's nice to win a few of those things. But uh, the bottom line is I like to know how many tournaments when you finish your career, how many tournaments you've won, and, and of course, and how many big tournaments you've won. That's, that's a, Both those things, I think, are – you know, like if you look at Tiger's career, everybody focuses on, on the 15 uh, majors. But, you know, the fact that he's right there almost ready to tie Sam Snead's record – uh, is amazing to me to win yeah. was it 73, 73 times is it 70, he's 80, pushing 80 yeah, yeah. he's 81 80. right now yeah. pushing 82 yeah. yeah that's what it was 81 so I mean uh, that's pretty darn amazing you know to be able to walk down the 18th hole the uh, 72nd hole that many times and win that's that's like almost to me more impressive than uh, how many majors I mean it really is to be able to win that many times is like nuts isn't it i mean that's really your dad won 50 right didn't he yeah 51 uh, yep you want did they give him they keep adding tournaments to <laughs> people well they took one people. away from him <laughs> oh did they really okay. yeah they oh, took took havana cuba they took the cuban havana cuba okay so, yeah but. so yeah it, all those things are good for discussion and, and good for people the listeners and the and the fans of the game to be able to contemplate and argue about and you know, it's good for the game. Yep. Johnny Miller joining us here on Real Golf Radio. We're talking about the, the Ryder Cup being a year away, and there was a press conference this week. Whistling Straits will host in Wisconsin. You know, it's hard to see that the U.S. team is a favorite, even though everybody always says every year they're the dominant favorite on paper. And the U.S. has found a way to win here on U.S. soil of recent, uh, you know, the last time it was here. But what, I mean... What what needs to happen? What needs to change? I guess for this U.S. Uh, Ryder Cup team to get some dominance back as to the similar uh, that you had a, when you guys played. Well, you know, in our era, you had guys who were great Ryder Cuppers. I mean, you know, just like guys like Lanny Watkins, even Nicholas and Palmer and your Casper uh, and uh, Trevino, and all these guys were great head-to-head players. Floyd, um, but this generation head-to-head in the Ryder Cup, you know, look at Tiger and Phil, their records are ridiculously terrible. I mean, just terrible. I, I mean, that's why, one of the main reasons why the U.S. has is, is not won 
was they won one of the last five Ryder Cups and had to be at home to do it at, at Hazel Team. But um, uh, just the, the core group have not had good records in the Ryder Cup. And they got to hand it to the Europeans. They they thrive on it. You know, they start talking about the Ryder Cup the, the week after the Ryder Cup's over, even though it's two years away. I mean, it, to them, that's the, the ultimate uh, prize of your uh, of your playing career is, is uh, getting on that Ryder Cup, European Ryder Cup team. And so uh, you'd think that put too much pressure, but they just, I don't know what their, their recipe is, you know, uh, but they have a recipe on how to uh, play these Ryder Cups and how to set up set up the courses for them. But they they, they win in, in the U.S. also. You know, ever since you know, ever since the Fab Five from Europe, you know, Seve and the boys, um, uh, you know, were included in the Ryder Cup um, Ryder Cup uh, team for Europe. Uh, it's just been basically the U.S. has had their problems. You know, they haven't been able to beat them that often. So it's it's quite a feat now to be able to overcome that because it's almost like there's so much pressure on the U.S. to win. Uh, you know, just even to make the event exciting. It's important that the U.S. beats the Ryder, uh, Europeans once in a while, I think. Otherwise, you know, it starts losing a little bit of its uh, charm, so to speak. So, uh, I don't know. You know, I wouldn't call the U.S. Uh, I definitely wouldn't call them favorites. You know, it might be fairly close to even Steven being in the U.S. Uh, um, next year, but uh, it's um, it's sort of a there. U.S. is in a, in a quandary. They got to figure out how to how to get this pod system going again, or whatever the heck um, Stricker is going to do. He's been assistant captain a lot, and he knows he sort of knows the deal. But you still got to make those putts, don't you? you gotta <laughs> hit, the sh- but, hit the shots so and you, make the putts. You can hit hit talk about it all you want, but. Those Europeans, man, they are tough. You know, they they can play under pressure. They, they, you know, they play sort of scrappy tour and all over creation and you know different conditions and a lot of different lousy weather and they just the Europeans are, are tough, especially when you're playing, you know, playing head to head, you know, so to speak. And they they're able to uh, team up really well on the in different team matches and you know they, they're a tough team to beat. That's all there is to it. Well, the bottom line is, sorry, Bob, the bottom line is that somehow these guys that you've never heard of before, they just they go into a phone booth and come out as superstars just, just by putting on a Ryder Cup jersey, you know? I mean, they, it's it's unbelievable, and, and the guys that are stars that everybody knows that are the guys winning majors and multiple tournaments on tour, you know, best players, world rankings, all that stuff, they go into the phone booth and they come out as an amateur. It's, it's just strange, you know, for the U.S. team. Yeah. It's just, it's, just it's, it's really hard to explain. I know. Well, the really important thing is that first first day of the Ryder Cup on Friday to get off to a good start. You know, if you can get you can get you can get leading after Friday, uh, you know, I think that's sort of the secret. If the U.S. wants to win, they they need to be have a lead going into Saturday, and uh, we'll see if they can pull that off. And yet, conversely, you know, this year is a President's Cup year, and we seem to dominate the President's Cup year after year after time they that they play it yeah it is uh, you know you're uh, you're i mean the international team is really um they have just haven't gelled they haven't they don't do squat they play worse than the u.s does in the in the writer cup it's like <laughs> exactly they can't make the they can't make the putts they don't seem to have much synergy and um you know but that that could change too but man it's been one very been lopsided 
uh, in the President's Cup, and the U.S. has enjoyed winning that anyway. But the big one is that Ryder Cup. That's maybe some ways the biggest event in golf. It really is an amazing um, competition. Hey, Johnny, before we let you go, and we appreciate you taking some time with us, uh, there's been a lot of discussion on slow play. The European Tour trying to do some things. They've got a four-point approach where they're going to monitor they're going to um, post school, uh, times on, on certain tee boxes. They're going to inc- you know, start actually putting down and levying some, some penalties. Uh, what are your thoughts on slow play and what can change? I don't remember this being, you know, and obviously I, I wasn't around as much when you were in your prime, but was slow play a, a problem back then? Is this just more publicized or has it just gotten worse? Well, it's gotten worse and it, it really starts – possibly even in junior golf and especially in collegiate the collegiate golf the guys play really slowly and they're getting a little bit better now but you know when the pre-shot routine came along uh that really slowed things down and then when the you know the yardages you see in our era when i first came on tour you just eyeballed your there was no yardage nobody had yardage but but the bottom line is is with the ball with the line on the ball and how long it takes them to get that line right and uh they just you know they're they're not playing the game as a game. They're playing the game as uh, you know, like working the game. It's uh, you know, it's getting to be scientific, so to speak. And uh, that some guys are just really slow. They probably the same guy that drives uh, that that plays slow probably drives forty five miles an hour in the left lane in the freeway. You know, they <laughs> they, they don't even know they're slow. They really don't. You talk to them, they'll say, you're playing really slow. What are you talking about? I don't, I don't play slow. And, you know, the bottom line is that's sort of the way way it is out there. The slow guys are, you know, slow. They they have to monitor the guys that are really slow, and they need to probably post it in the locker room. So, And maybe even with the press, but who's playing the slowest? You know, they should have average time it takes for Joe Blow, let's say Bernhard Longer or something, uh, that kind of player, and, and see, see who is really taking their time once it's their turn to hit. A lot of them don't get ready to hit until – uh, it's their turn because they want their pre-shot routine to be uh, unaffected by anything. They just start their pre-shot routine and go through the whole thing instead of having you know the yardage and the club selection all already figured out when they're waiting for the other guy to hit. You know they don't do that's one thing that they could Im- improve on is uh, how long it takes for them to get up and running for every shot. So and you know I, I think some of the things in the game need to be changed. I think the string effect on the clubs needs to be totally taken away. Um, I just think that that's ridiculous. And in the ball, possibly maybe toned down a little bit. I mean, when guys are like Cameron Champs hitting eight irons to par fives that we didn't used to be able to hit in two in my prime, and I had 117 miles an hour club at sea with a D9 driver, which is so much heavier than their clubs. Um, you know, they it's not like you know, everybody thinks it's all because of working out, but some guys just had speed, you know, and not that I was the fastest because I wasn't, but, um, you know, I think that it's gotten a little carried away on how far the tour guys are hitting the ball with the new equipment because, you know, people don't realize this, but in the bins at at all the different club manufacturers, they have bins that show how much spring effect. They'll have a number on this bin and, you know, in the bin it shows clubs that are a little bit illegal and then it even puts a number on the guys that are, the clubs are right on the button, almost illegal, and then they have ones that have a little less uh, spring effect and a little, even a little less spring spring effect. So, bottom line is they're they've got it where they're just taking advantage of the USGA's uh, 
um, ruling on, on spring effect. You know, if anything, in our era, we had sponge effect. So, I mean, <laughs> the old fiber insert, come on. I mean, there was no jump off the club at all. So they, they should take rid of that. You know, the worst part about it is the spring effect only works when you hit the ball a long ways because that's the only way you can make the pace spring. So it's not it's not helping the average player one bit unless he's really a long hitter, and it really helps the tour guys. So, I mean, that, that, that's sort of like asinine to think that that's, that's the way the game should be where the, the long hitters get even more help. So I think that, that's an issue that needs to be addressed. It'll be interesting to see if it is, and I believe you have voted uh, the new award uh, on the PGA Tour, the Bernhard Longer Slow Play Award for <laughs> those that drive 45 in the fast lane. So that just stay tuned. That could be coming soon, courtesy of Johnny Miller. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we'll do it again sometime, maybe in 10 years. No, I'm just kidding, but we'll do it. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll talk to you in a decade. <laughs> thanks, Johnny. Thanks, John. Yeah, there you go. Bye. John Johnny Miller joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. Show continues next. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant. Game changers, even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts. No more solution. No more glasses. Instantly, I could see. There was no pain. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy. <clears throat> and that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension. 
increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. This segment brought to you in part by Callaway Golf, the number one driver in golf. And, it, you know, Callaway provides us with some great opportunities to do our Callaway Pro Spotlight, which we've done, you know, off and on for the last couple of years. We, we have times when we're able to connect with some of the great professionals and master um, staffers with Callaway Golf. And uh, pleased to do that once again this week. Our guests, we head out to Florida to uh, Quell West Golf and Country Club in Naples. The director of golf, Casey Brozick, kind enough to join us right now. Hey, Casey, how are you? Hey, gentlemen, how are you? It's nice to be with you today. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're busy out there with uh, taking care of your members and, and the golf operations and everything that goes into it. So uh, a pleasure to visit, visit with you. And uh, I guess real, real quick, kind of uh, one of the questions that we like to start with when we have these interviews is just how did, how did you get into the game? What, what, what inspired you? What took you down this path that uh, led you to Quell West where you are today? Well, uh, I was a youngster and uh, didn't know much about golf, uh, but my family, my distant family, my uncles introduced me to the game. I think it was one day I was at uh, grandma's house, maybe being, she was my babysitter at times, and my uncle came home with a giant trophy. It appeared to be bigger than me, and uh, (laughs) at that point, I think I said, I want one of those, and I started uh, knocking the ball around in the park across the street, so that's how it all started at age six. And here we are 42 years later, and I'm still loving the, uh, to be around the game. And you've been at uh, quite a few clubs and worked your kind of way up to where you're at. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. You know, I played, um, had a good junior career, and, and college was a lot of fun. I played at the University of Kansas where I was an academic All-American. And uh, after school, because I had some success as an amateur, I uh, turned professional in uh, the early 90s, mid-90s. I played for about three years, uh, trying as hard as I could, but uh, coming up fairly empty-handed. And, uh, you know, when you're uh, spending $60,000 a year and and making $50,000 a year, your accountant uh, gives you a call once in a while. And, uh, yeah, for me, it was uh, was an easy transition, though, because uh, although I – um, you know, you kind of have to give up on that hopes of playing professionally and making a living doing it. Um, I was fortunate enough to land at the breakers in Palm beach. And, uh, you know, I was told early on by my director of golf at the time that I was going to 
you know, really this was a golf shop job in the retail business. And that's what I was going to do. They were known for big retail dollars and, uh, um, over on the East coast of Florida. And, uh, a month after I started, I was teaching and I absolutely fell in love with it. Now I've given pointers here and there to people that were uh, trying to play the game better. Um, and that was pretty easy to do, but I'd never really gone through the formal, uh, training and, uh, I'll tell you what, I fell in love with it and I'm still in love with the teaching part of our business today. So it's been, uh, it's been a wonderful ride. You know, here I find myself at Quell West as the director of golf, um, you know, roughly uh, almost 25 years later. Mm, that's such a cool story. Casey Brozick, our guest here on Real Golf Radio. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, giving a few pointers versus going through the formal training. I have some guys, and look, I am far from, I mean, Bob, Bob had a similar path that you did. He was, he was a pro in those early 90s, and he's doing everything he could to make the tour. You guys probably crossed paths at some point, but uh, I, I'm not that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a radio guy, and I love to play golf. But I'll have people come up and say, hey, you play a lot of golf. I want you to give me some, some tips. You gotta, I, I want to get better. And I'm like, I, I, honestly, I could give you, a, I could say, oh, I think you need to whatever, but I have no idea how to teach it. I feel like I've, I failed as a dad trying to teach my son because I, I could see stuff, but I have no idea how to teach it. So would you just talk to that? And, and maybe what are some of the, I guess, dangers about asking your buddy for a couple of pointers versus actually having some trained instruction? Sure, sure. So you know what they say about uh, free advice. It's worth what you pay for it, right? So, <laughs> fair, fair, yeah. Um, so as a, as an instructor, you know, you know, as a PGA member, we go through all the different levels to become educated and become a class A member. Um, and that is in a variety of categories, but when it comes to teaching, I think almost every pro gets into our industry and our business, whether it be a club pro or you're a member of the PGA and for different reasons, because there are a lot of different categories. But typically, it's because they love to play the game, and often they love to teach the game. And that's kind of the, those are the cornerstones of our profession. So um, when it comes to teaching people, though, and not giving that free advice that kind of gets you through the last four holes of the day and you forget about it, um, you know, my, I was very fortunate in my career to kind of be mentored by some of the best teachers in the, in the world. Um, when I was learning, I was, uh, you know, spending time around those teachers, observing them, taking time off on my, my days away from the operation and going and, uh, watching the Bob Toskies of the world and the Martin Halls of the world. And, and, you know, it put me where I am today. I don't uh, spend all my time teaching, but when I do, I certainly uh, make sure that the person that's in front of me is in trusted hands. They can trust me with their game, and that's what keeps them coming back. They, you know, you know how to attack their golf game, help them improve. The number one thing I talk to our younger pros about is making sure that not only can they diagnose the root of the problem and help them with their game, but they deliver it in a fashion that matches up with what they're looking for. Perfect. So you've been talking about um, teaching. What are some of your responsibilities as the director of golf at Quail West? Well, uh, compared to other facilities that I've worked at prior to Quail West, um, you know, it had a very, very well-rounded um, job where things were a little bit more equal. One minute you're doing tournaments, the next minute you're dealing with some staff, then budgets, and then, 
you know, so on and so forth. Uh, Quail West is, is quite similar. Uh, it's just at a larger scale because we're, um, we've got 36 holes, yeah. um, a larger membership than my previous facility, and we run a lot of events. So it's really calendar driven, uh, depending on whether we're running a major event or if it's just a weekly programming event. Um, you know, doing budgets and because my staff is bigger, I would say my time, um, working with the staff and managing them and managing our operation and our logistics. Um, I can spend a lot more time with staff and and our team than I have in the past, uh, making sure that we're delivering, you know, I call it hospitality. Other people might call it service. I think there's a differentiator there, but, um, you know, when we're trying to deliver the service that we're trying to um, execute on, uh, it's it's very important that everybody's on the same page. So I spend a lot more time with our team now. Casey Brozick, our guest here on Real Golf Radio, they're in Naples, uh, through Florida, through the University of Kansas, and then uh, back home to Wisconsin, where you're from. Uh, quite a journey, a really cool journey. Your home state hosts the Ryder Cup coming up uh, next year at Whistling Straits. The captains, uh, Steve Stricker and Padraig Harrington, were just there this last week, had a little press conference, had some fun, got the excitement. Uh, there's not, never enough excitement around the Ryder Cup, but uh, pretty cool from a golf state standpoint, your home state of Wisconsin. Uh, it is certainly a seasonal, no doubt about it, but man, the quality of golf there in that state is unbelievable. How much pride do you take into hosting a Ryder Cup next year? Well, it's awesome. I, I'm kind of a Ryder Cup junkie. I haven't missed one since Oakland Hills. And last year was my first international Ryder Cup. We went over to Paris to take a look. And, and now since we've done something like that, we are planning on going to Italy in 2022. So um, we are Ryder Cup junkies. We love it. And, uh, you know, to have it back in the state or have it in the state of Wisconsin is certainly uh, very prideful. Uh, The Wisconsin folks are just going to come out in droves, especially with Captain Stricker there. Uh, Quell West has got a bunch of followers of the team and Captain Stricker. We wish them the best. I'll tell you what, Wisconsin is becoming a huge golf mecca with the different facilities that have opened up and then and kind of renovated, whether it be Century World and uh, Sand Valley and the Kohler properties and Aaron Hills, it's becoming an awesome spot for people to travel to. Yeah, no doubt about it. And and I love that. We're pretty passionate as well. Of course, Bob's dad was a big part of the history of the Ryder Cup and uh, their Billy Casper and, and really, really cool stuff. So, hey, Casey, thanks so much for taking some time with us today. We really appreciate it. Always uh, really great to, to talk with uh, the, the, the guys, the men, the women that are making it happen for our great game to be able to allow us as – as uh, you know, golfers, you know, to, as, as people who love the game, to be able to enjoy it, and we couldn't do it without what you do. So, thank you so much for spending some time and for sharing those uh, insights and and stories with us. We appreciate it. Yeah, gentlemen, thanks for having me on. Yeah, you got it. We'll do it again. Casey Brozick, he's the director of golf, Quell West Golf and Country Club in Naples, Florida. Short break. More real golf continues next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. 
Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with their sizzling summer savings specials. Look for hot deals on items like TaylorMade TP5 Picks Golf Balls, now two dozen for only $80. Cleveland CVX Wedges for only $99.99. That's a $30 savings. And save up to $200 on Rogue Irons. Just a few of the hot specials you'll find now at Uinta Golf Shop sizzling summer savings. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, serving golfers since 1970. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us and really appreciate all the guests that we had on the show today. Wow, what a good hour. Casey Brozick. At Casey Brozick is his Twitter handle, C-A-S-E-Y-B-R-O-Z-E-K, in our Callaway Pro Spotlight. Always a pleasure to talk to these men and women who do such a great job of running the business of the game of golf. Uh, Just always enjoy it. Some cool stories from Wisconsin to Naples. By yep. way of University of Kansas, academic All-American, really cool stuff. Also, Johnny Miller, who spent uh, two segments with us. Appreciate Johnny and his time. The Hall of Famer, always good to get his take for sure. And then a jam-packed hour number one as well. Adam Shupak with Golf Week and the caddy stopping in as well. So anyway, if you missed any part of it, check it out at realgolfradio.com or our Twitter handle at realgolf. You can also, of course, catch us on any of the podcaster sites. Well, uh, Vegas this weekend, and then the tour continues rolling on. We got President's Cup a couple months away. We're going to hear Ryder Cup captain's picks in about a month. Uh, Lots of good things to look forward to here in the month of October. Yeah, there are a lot of things, and it's going to be fun watching the the status of the points as far as the Ryder Cup is concerned, only being a year away, and how guys are going to shake and move and how that top eight is going to shake and move. Uh, Remember, the top eight guys are automatically on, 
And then there are four captain's picks for 2020. Jordan Spieth, most notably, not in that top eight or even the top ten for that matter. So hoping to see Jordan get his game together and, and bust into that mix and have a year. He's due for sure. Uh, no doubt. And like I said before, I'm hoping three or four new guys make their way onto that team and infuse some new blood. That'll do it for us. For Dave Glauser, our producer, and Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you.